Hi, I'm Peter Holland, and this is my podcast series, Across the Line, dedicated to creating sales sprinters. I've yet to meet the salesperson who's content with proposal rejection. So today, I want to share some insights with you on how you can overcome this key issue. Many sales and business professionals wonder, after a seemingly really positive and productive meeting, why they meet resistance or rejection to their proposals. Well, obviously there can be a number of reasons for this, but I want to look at one fundamental reason and why this might be. Often it stems from our own lack of investigation. Our lack of investigation into their personal situation and the challenges that they face. I think one of the issues is it's all too easy to hear the client mention perhaps a concern or an interest and immediately we rush in to provide a solution and also just to demonstrate our own capability in this area. This is especially the case if we're experienced. We can easily fall into that trap because we've probably seen this situation many times before and we actually know what a good solution would be. So what's wrong with that? Well, you may have extensive experience. But I'd like to illustrate this situation. Imagine for a moment that you walk into your doctor's office. Now, before you've even had a chance to tell him about your symptoms, he whips out his prescription pad and starts writing up some medication for you. He says, don't worry, Mr. Jones. I know your problem. I've seen about four or five other men about the same age as you recently. How would you feel? Would you be confident in the solution that he provided? Would you feel that he'd taken the time to understand your condition properly? And would you be keen to accept his advice and take the given prescription? You see, the problem lies in the fact that there's too little investigation often into your client's situation. And also they see the solution as yours and not theirs. It's too generic. It's not specific to their personal situation and needs, even if you've got the right solution for them. So how can you overcome this situation? One of the factors is to allow the client to have the opportunity to share ownership of any potential solution. Firstly, you want to fully investigate their situation. Gently probe which areas are they happy with and what areas are their challenges? You could ask them questions like, why do you think this area is a challenge for you? And here's the key. Now you need to be really quiet and actively listen because their comments are actually the answers that you're looking for. They are going to determine the direction of the conversation to follow. Also, if you confirm back what you hear and your understanding, it gives you an opportunity, one, to check that you've correctly understood what they've said, but it also demonstrates to your client that you've actually taken the time to listen to them in detail. And that's a fundamental element in building trust. Once you know the areas of concern, you need to find out how they feel about the current situation and where they are in resolving it. You could ask them, what do you think it would take to improve or resolve this situation? 
Then you could also ask permission maybe to try a few ideas yourself. By investigating properly initially in the conversation and using questions to create a much better solution together with your client, you'll meet with less resistance and rejection. The reason is your client has shared ownership with you for the solution and they'll be much more likely to commit to moving forward and doing business with you. You've been listening to Across the Line with me, Peter Holland. For more insights, visit my website, lineastructure.com and thanks for listening. Thank you.